Hello, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to Guns and Yellow Ribbons. We're on episode 17. Um, uh, we've enjoyed them so far. Uh, today, we will be talking about the Stoke game. We'll preview the CS, uh, CSK game. Um, we'll have a Guna debate, uh, talking about various different bits and pieces. We've got some questions from listeners, and obviously the five-word challenge. So, today, we're joined, obviously, by uh, Manny. And um, Miguel got stuck on a beach in Mexico. He's ended up with uh, Mexican swine flu and is unable to join us. So we've had um, to jettison in from deepest, darkest Kent. Um, Big Steve. Steve, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Cheers for having me on, folks. You're welcome, mate. You're yeah, welcome. Good. Man, have you stopped eating yet? <laughs> nope. I'm still going. <laughs> If you hear any grazing noise in the background, that's uh, Manny. He's just got in from work. And yeah, it's it's like being at a zoo, guys. Honestly, fuck's Listen, sake. Listen, I'm hungry. I'm in a bad mood. Don't play with me. Do not play with me today. All right, because if you want a confrontation, you're going to get one. All right, let me finish. You guys uh, carry you, on. Let me finish. You, you be confrontational? Don't. St- see, at least, at least carry Never. on. Never. He's not Never. listening. You know what? I'm going to mute myself. I'll be Steve. back. Yeah, let's let's talk about you, Steve. Let's let's. Uh, <laughs> let's so you're you're a musician. You're an Arsenal fan. Yeah. Uh, when did you get into your Arsenal? You're, you're based down in is it Ramsgate? Is it uh, Margate? Really? Margate. Um, but you're famous yeah. in Ramsgate, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wrote a song about Ramsgate a few years back, and that was featured in the Sun and the JD Weatherspoons magazine and whatnot. Um, if it's in the Sun, it's not true. You do know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's in the Weatherspoons magazine. So. Oh, it's true you know. then. It's true. Then. <laughs> it must be. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I'm from Watford initially, but I moved to Margate when I was younger. I got into Arsenal. Um, I was probably about four or five, um, and then I lost interest for quite a while. But when when I was younger, I used to love Carnu, um, Over Mars, Henri, Ian Wright. I used to love the Chicken Tonight advert with Ian Wright. Um, <laughs> But my mum was a was an Arsenal fan. My granddad was an Arsenal fan. We had sort of friends of the family that were all Arsenal fans. My brother at the time was big into Arsenal. Um, and then I think I got into rugby a couple of years after. And then you're uh, a Saris fan, aren't you? Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm a Saracens fan. Um, Watford linked there because of the Saracens, but I was never ever interested in Watford FC. So you know that's that's a good thing. Um, but I lost interest in football. I think it was after the Champions League final. Um, and I just remember that everyone at school was laughing at anyone that was an Arsenal fan. And I think I really sort of buried my head in the sand and was like, well, I'm more into rugby than football anyway. And then just was not f- fussed about football for a long while. And when did you get and back then, into it? Um, I'd probably say around sort of 2010, 2011. So there was a sort of four or five year break. Um and I think it was the season before sort of Van Persie left, I think. Okay. Um, okay. And it, that was, you know, I mainly got back interested in it because I was playing a lot of FIFA. So I sort of took a lot more interest and just sort of the love that I had as a kid had just Rekindled. come back yep. tenfold. Yeah. And you've got connections to one of my uh, my favourite haunts and jaunts. Uh, won't be going there for a while. Um, Sunderland, <laughs> Sunderland. I've done a yeah. few Sunderland games. We haven't met up there, but you, you've got you've got connections up that way as well, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, um, my great granddad uh, played for Sunderland in 1933. Um, wow. Yeah, and I mean, unfortunately, he died down the mines, and then uh, his his wife and my nan and his kids. Uh, came down to to London and were brought up in Hackney, um, which is where my nan met my granddad, who was an Arsenal fan. What part um, of Hackney? Uh, Bethnal Green. Okay, okay. My, yeah, my yeah. mum was my mum was born in Bethnal Green um, Hospital. I, I'm, I was Dalston for a long, long, long time. All oh, right. Sure. Um, so yeah, so Sunderland is always, always my nan's side has always been Sunderland, and I sort of lived up there for a couple of years. Saw Arsenal away. Um, in the Capital One Cup, I think it was at the time. Van Persie was still in the B team. I think that must have been around 2005. Um, and then, yeah, sort of gone up there whenever I've seen my mum and taken my nephews up to up to the stadium of light because generally it's it's a you know it's a good little it is a good little ground. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a, a nice stadium. It is a nice stadium. Mm. They're really really friendly up there. Um, yeah. Funny enough, I was watching the Stoke game with a chap who's an Arsenal fan. Um, 
and he his name is Mark, and I think he's he's starting to listen to the podcasts. Um, uh, he's from Southampton originally, but he's moved up to Newcastle. And, right. Uh, we were talking about fish and chips, and the fish and chips you get you get about half a, a side of whale, uh, rather <laughs> out of fish for yeah. about two pound fifty, and yeah, fish, it's, it's oh, it's it's great, and it's good quality stuff, good mm. quality stuff. Yeah. So, listen, we've had seventeen days without football. It has been a drain. <laughs> what have we all done? Obviously, myself and Manny filled in uh, last week, and uh, we've done a podcast. Did you listen to it? Yeah, yeah, I listened to the podcast, the uh, W Free Zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, Wenger can be talked about on this one. That was just because, what was the point? There's enough of it. Uh, yeah. it's, al- it's almost the Jack Free Zone at the minute, because there's so much about the contract. So much, like that. yeah. So. That and, and the thing that's going unnoticed is Ramsey, I think. A lot of people are not talking about Ramsey. He's got a contract that's out next year. Yes, there's quite a few. A check check's contract, I think, expires at the end of this year or next. You've got a Spina who is, expires. It's about eight or nine. I think we touched on, mm. on this a couple of weeks back about contracts that are ending. That was the one with um, with Albert on there. We talked about right. contracts yeah, ending. Yeah, yeah. There was uh, quite a few. So what have you been doing with yourself uh, in the meantime? Um, I attempted to watch the uh, the England. Who did England play first in the friendly? Um, oh, I don't know. I was asleep. Oh, I can't. I can't remember. I literally fell asleep. <laughs> um, that was that was awful. Uh, I heard Lingard scored the winner, and was, I was just like, oh. it was England, Italy at Wembley, and Annie. Who was the fir- the other one? England, Italy, and England, Italy, and England, Netherlands. Oh, Netherlands. That was it. Yeah. it was oh, the Netherlands shit. game. See, so, um, so excited yeah, about it. Put put me to sleep. But apart from that. Um, just been sort of cracking on at uni and trying to get assignments done and waiting for the football to come back, like the proper football. <laughs> and it, it's back, and along with that being back, we've got the Prediction League. And yes. uh, Mike from his beach or sick bed, I don't know where he was at the point, or Miguel as we call him now, um, he uh, he gave us a prediction via text. The Stoke game, I thought, I thought it would have been 2-1. Okay. I thought they would have nicked one at some point and... Um, I sort of stuck with that, especially when I saw Ospina was in goal. I thought, right, it's, it's going to be 2-1. No, I, I predicted a 3-0, as did Mike, because we had confidence in our defence and in our keepers. And Manny uh, lacked all faith in the club, thought we'd get a win, uh, but had no faith in the defence and the keeper. And he predicted a 3-1. Can you blame so, me? Manny, right. you can, get... can you blame me? <laughs> Seriously? Like, acting as if I predicted 3-1 because we've been so solid in defence and stuck my ex- No, I predicted 3-1 for a reason. Like, stop... <clears throat> Stoke was shit. Stoke was shit. Most important... The most important part a part to think about is I'm on 14 points I'm still top and you're going to lose Mike is on 13 points and Manny you're down the bottom a late comer I give you but you're on 8 points mm-hmm. mm. so Stoke game what do we make Crap. of it you want to tell me Crap. why let me, let me just let me just get into this this was that was the worst 75 minutes of football I've seen since Algeria versus Slovenia in the World Cup and that game was absolute trash it was garbage Right. I, I can't believe I waited <clears throat> what two weeks and a bit to watch absolute crap. It was rubbish. Um, couldn't pass the ball to save our lives. The, 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 we looked disjointed. We looked just. Uh, it was rubbish. It was not what I expected. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we won. Yay! But it was terrible to do, watch. Do you know? Do you know Stoke have only had eight points away from home? Uh, only West Brom, who are doomed, uh, are already worse. They they are they are atrocious. I watched um, obviously watched the match uh, in my local pub, and it was the first half was dire to say the least. And I half remember watching it, and I half just remember chatting to people. Yeah, but why do people? I uh, started watching a bit. Sorry, to, to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a you and Go. interrupt. Like, why do people keep just talk about? Just the first half. It was seventy-five minutes of crap. Oh, agree, agree. Agreed, agreed. I, I was getting there, but I was interrupted, eh? Well, the amount of times you've interrupted me on here, it's about time I do it to you. My fucking train set. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a bad mood today, and it's nothing to do with Arsenal, but I am in a bad mood. I'm sitting here, and I'm copying Fergus, Paul, Merson, Keaton, and having beers all around me, because I just feel like I need something to take the edge off. It's been a shit day. 
So excuse me if I sound a bit pissed off. <laughs> so, right, okay. Stoke had come to Arsenal for four, uh, 15 games and have lost 15 times. Now 16. As I said, Stoke um, have only uh, managed eight points away from home. Only team worse was West Brom. Um, and one of the stats I didn't realise is that um, Arsenal have scored more goals from set pieces than any other team in the league this season. Would you believe that? Wow. Mm. That's mad. Mm. Well, it doesn't make a blind bit of difference, though, does it? No, we're still six. It doesn't, but we are we are still six. But I think if the defensive side of our game was to improve, <laughs> then I think those goals from set pieces would would make much more of a significant difference. I, I think that no, I think that's good because we've always lacked at set pieces. I've been waiting for I've been waiting for ten years for Arsenal to get better defensively. <laughs> ten years, <laughs> ten long years, and, and we still make the same errors. So hmm. yeah. yeah. Sorry, Fergie. So, what did you make of the st- what did you make the start of the game? Stoker came at us uh, quite quickly. Shakiri came close. Spina was nowhere near the n- nowhere near the goal. And as I know, as I tried to say earlier before, I was rudely interrupted. Um, the uh, first five minutes, the only attempt we had was at twenty-two minutes. We had one attempt on mm. goal. I th- I, th- I thought we started. It was it was awful. I thought when when that Shakiri shot happened, I thought right, that's it. They they're going to score early on. Um, luckily they didn't um, and we sort of got gradually better going into it but it was just for yeah and I think until Lacazette came on it was just awful you know Jack was misplacing passes Ozil was misplacing passes I mean I think for me luckily enough Mustafi had a good game um, but he started off a bit suspect though first 10 minutes or so Mm, and then sort of gradually got into it but it was oh it was just awful and um, we got booed off at half time. Yeah. You know what annoyed me even before that? Seven minutes into this game, okay, I didn't attend the game on my uh, one with the other 15,000 or so season ticket holders that decided not to attend for their various reasons. Well done. Um, well done, mate. Well done. <laughs> I am going back to some more games, but more for the social because it's birthdays and, and meeting up with different people. But, mate, I'm sick of the fucking Groundhog Day. I, I You know, and uh, let's not go down that route because we'll just depress ourselves and you're already in a fucking bad mood. Yeah. Um, but but it, March 31st, we posted our podcast with Andy, um, harking back to the day that, um, uh, sadly, Rocky Rollcastle died mm. and the game in and around that is always the rocky roll castle game i had pop up my facebook timeline uh today um two years ago north bank is packed seven minutes in and the whole place has gone oh rocky 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 roll castle seven minutes in i didn't hear very much of it and i know danny wilkins uh, was at the game and he said it, they really struggled to get it going and he said he heard it on the tv but some of the effect mics can they turn them up and down because sometimes you don't even hear the away fans when you're at one end of the, the ground to the other. But it would have been better to get it going. I did hear it at the very end of the game. But, man, he's a, he's an icon. And the other thing that um, Danny said, that there was people around him that didn't even know who the fuck Rocky Rollcastle oh was. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Like, are, are those, like, um, tourists... Or were they actual? I don't know. That I, is... I, I, I mean, he passed when... Um, I was what, 11 so yep. um, I got you know the the back end of I didn't I didn't get to see the man play at all but I'm um, over the years you know watching clips and even watching you know some of his interviews listen, and, uh, don't interrupt Fergie <laughs> <laughs> all right like, um, I'll get back to my beer you carry on like watching his his interviews and this is a man who embodied Arsenal Football Club I mean you have his famous quote and you have the fact that the man cried in his car when he was told that he was being sold I mean I wish we had players not only of his quality but of his passion for the club and the fact that you know the apathy has taken hold so much to the point where in seven minutes there was barely any recognition for the man I mean that's terrible. Uh, I was I was shocked by that because I was watching the I was watching the game at home, and I was waiting for it, but I couldn't hear it. Yeah, me too. That's you know? him. Yeah, yeah. That's terrible. Where were you watching, Steve? 
Uh, I was at home. I was watching that, um, but I was trying to get a good stream, and so I was going to say on a totally, totally legal source, obviously. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I just cancelled Sky Sports because uh, we changed over to BT, and it was like twenty seven fifty a month they wanted for just one Sky Sports channel. So I was like, you know what, stuff that, like, <laughs> just try and find a stream, and um, yeah, I, I mean, I missed probably the first sort of few minutes. It was in and out, and yeah, didn't notice anything on the seventh. What did we make of the lineups, guys? Uh, we had a slightly different lineup. Um, we had Ospina in goal. We had Chambers at the back. We had a back four for a change. Um, we had Elneny, Rambo, Ozil. Jack was captain. Welbeck. I'm glad he was on instead of um, instead of Iwobi. Although I would have preferred Lacazette, but you could see the difference of Lacazette coming on afterwards. And Aubameyang up top. I think it made a difference to have a strong bench for a change. I I thought. I thought Chambers deserved another run out. Um, I thought Ospina was there simply because they were saving Czech. Apparently Czech had a groin injury though. Um, surprised that Kolasinac didn't play, so I think he'll play on Thursday. Do you think? Do you think the lineups um, uh, and 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 the bench? Obviously, the bench we touched on at the last podcast about Lacazette has just come back from uh, an injury and uh, an operation, so he probably wouldn't have started. Mm. So uh, some of those were given a little bit of time to introduce themselves back into the game. But do you think the lineup was done bearing in mind that the most important thing that we have left this season is the Europa League? Absolutely. I think I, I saw an article the other day saying that um, I think it was Ainsley Maitland-Niles came out and said that uh, their main focus is to get the top four through the Premier League. But I think seeing that lineup, there is no way that that is... That is the case. No, because, okay, Chelsea uh, lost and Tottenham have released a DVD um, <laughs> <laughs> of them beating Chelsea. Yeah, at the bridge, at the bridge over the, the bridge. First time. They've, they've, they've never beaten them in the Premier League, sad fucks. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so Chelsea are within reach. I think we're four or five points behind them. So they're, they're within reach and we could get them over the, ne- the next seven games. But... Mm. <sighs> What's the point? That just means we get slightly further up the league and we're definitely guaranteed to go back into Europa League if we don't win. But with yeah. the number of players that are in, a number of the teams that are in uh, the FA Cup final, Champions League and so on, uh, sixth, seventh, Burnley are probably going to be in Europa League at this rate. Mm. Oh, joy. Are we... yeah. Hey, the only good thing is I did get a good trip away to Clone and I will keep an eye out to see where the away game, should we uh, beat Moscow, is uh, I might try and take a trip, but um, yeah, as I said before, I lost out my ballot ticket and cancelled my hotel in Leon, uh, and I didn't have a I didn't have a French tour guide either. So hey, don't look at me. I don't, I don't know why you're saying that. Don't you, look at me. Do you fucking speak French? What's your point? Yeah. Ouh, ouh, la bar. God. Je m'appelle Fergus. <laughs> J'habite Londres. Oh, you know, b- b- oh lord. Fucking hell. That, 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 multilingual. That was, oh, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> hey, you, you have a go at Irish. I don't know what Irish sounds like. Connoisseur <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Eh? That just means, how are you? Can you say that again? Right. Kind of Satortu. I'm not even going to try that. No, because you might get banned. <laughs> so, um, what did you make of the penalty, Aubameyang? Hmm, wait, 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 wait. Are we talking uh, about the, the actual the, first penalty or are we talking about the one that the, you gave the, away? Sorry, no, the, the first penalty. Um, like, to be honest, the first half was. Uh, abject to say the least. I, I thought El Neni had a good first half. Mm. Um, Stoke uh, were unlucky on the 69th minute. Uh, um, Shakiri hit the post. Ospina looked fucked and miles away from that. Didn't stand a chance. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was going in. Um, and that seemed to spark us into life. I think the substitutions with Shaka coming on. Um, you know, he's had another. Okay, it's only part of the game, but he's had another good game. Mm-hmm. Lacazette. Uh, it gave an outlet because Bellerin, as much as I'm not the biggest fan. He had nowhere to go. He was up and down like the the wing with no real outlet at all. Who was on the right? Was it Welbeck or Ozil? I, well, we I, I shared a, 
an article with Manny uh, from 7am kickoff. It's a guy in New York. Great article. Who, Great article. Well, how good was yeah. that? Uh, I'll, I'll, we'll put it in the comments. But I had noticed that people criticised Ozil for not doing so much in the first half. Mm. But it wasn't that the case. Jack not only was given the captain's armband, he was also given his preferred position at number 10. So he he was... He was pushed forward. Ramsey was near him as well. And Ozil was dropping back and picking up what the role that Jack Wilshere has been playing. Mm. I was quite surprised. And I think that's why Jack had such an off game because he's been, he's been coming from deep and sort of linking up between. And Ramsey's been sort of on that free roll. But I think Ramsey was, Ramsey was sitting deep with Elneny. I, th- I thought we would have gone with a 3-4-3-3, three, 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 but I th- we set up 4-2-3-1. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Elneny was Elneny was doing more of what Ramsey should have been doing. Ramsey was just sort of staying back for quite a lot of, until we were getting into the box. I still but, think Elneny is he's quite tidy at doing. I I really rate Elneny. I think a lot. You know, he's not the sort of person that you sort of expect Arsenal to be signing and sort of having around to try and win the league. But I think if we didn't have him and we were falling back on. You know, like in previous years where we'd have Flamini come in or, you know, we'd have Arteta that's our club captain that is no good to play anymore coming in. I, I think I'd rather have an Elneny than somebody else. Yeah. And, you know, like look at look at the, the Mertesacker thing at the moment. He, you know, he's our club captain, but I'd much rather see Callum Chambers or Holding come in. Agreed. Than, than Mertesacker. Agreed. And I think having, having those squad players is is much better than having a top, top player that's going to play 30 games, but if they're out, then we're fucked. Yeah. And I think heavily relying on Cazorla in previous years sort of showed that. I think that we needed more decent squad players than just out-and-out stars. <sighs> Let's see. Great point, by the way. Um, one of the things that we are missing is a fucking out-and-out winger. Um, if you, we've, it's crazy. We, we started the season with like four of them. We've got so many people that can play centre midfield, but we haven't got one player that's gonna hog that touchline, that's gonna stretch teams, that's gonna, you know, double up with Bellerin, double up with Monreal or whatever. We've got way too many number tens who all want to play in the middle. I mean, at one point you had Ozil, you had Ramsey, Jack, and you had El Nenny, all of them forward, and I'm like, who? Th- th- do these guys know what their roles are? Because right, it looks like they don't, first of all. And if they do know what their roles are, then clearly they don't know what the hell they're doing. Right? Mm. We, we need an out-and-out winger. Welbeck is not a winger. Um, Ozil is definitely not a winger. We need somebody who's going to hug that touchline with a little bit of flair, who's going to cross a fucking ball. He's not a winger. He's not a winger. Okay, I'm just think, asking. Fuck who's that? Mikatari. What did you say? Bellerin. He's not a winger. Oh. No, he's he's not. He can play there, and I think he's about as as effective as we could get at the moment. But you get a similar similar player in when we play Ramsey wide. <sighs> Is it, it? You know, he's always coming inside, always coming inside. And it, I think it's a massive shame that Bellerin cannot cross a ball because if he could, he could easily play on that right flank and put a much more you know defensively sound right back. And I think that when. Um, when he was at Watford on loan, he played a couple of times on the on the right and um, as on sort of on the wing. And Ikechi Anya was sort of dropping back when Bellerin was going forward, and they both they both shared the role. But it's a shame he just can't cross a ball. Yeah, I think if he was to to like many players, if I had a different manager under him, all of a sudden he'll be crossing balls like Sanya. But there you go. To, fin- oh, to, fin- to finish off on the Stoke game, because then we do have some uh, talking points in and around the game and some other questions and just debating points. 74 minutes, um, Ozil, uh, the Stoke pair, I think, I can't remember, is it Indy is his name? Martin's um, Indy. Um, Martin's, Martin's Indy, Indy, yeah. Yeah, yeah he stick, stick, sticks a, a, a toe out, he gets he gets the ball, referee's got poor position and, and probably takes a guess, I think, that will match of the day, reckon he took a guess, but I'll talk about them in a few minutes. Um, uh, he got the ball, it's a fucking soft penalty. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We'll, we'll take him, but it's soft. I, I, was just, I was just thinking, like, we went on some massive tangent and then the initial question was about the penalty. Um, That's why but, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, 
I think if it had gone against us, I would have been fuming. But then the amount of penalties given against us in situations exactly like that, I thought, you know what, I'll take that all day. And it's that whole thing. Even though we got the ball, there was contact. Uh, so it's it's clearing up this, oh, but there was contact rule. And I think there's so much confusion behind that at the moment. And the referees are so inconsistent that there's either, you know, it's either contact or too much contact or not enough contact. And it's like... You know what? It would have been a perfect, a perfect example of a time they could have used VAR. Mm. And, you know, again, the methodology and how they're going to use it. But that's a perfect one to say, look, he got the ball. Ozil stuck his leg out and made the most of it. Ozil did what he needed to do. And there was a penalty given. Not long, yeah. not long after that, um, unless you've got anything to add, Manny, um, not long after that, Shaka fouled in the centre of the pitch. Do you think that could have been a, a red card? Never mind a yellow. Mm. He didn't get anything. He didn't mm, get anything. Yellow. Yellow at best for me. Steve, uh, I think I missed that. Okay, that was just after the penalty in the middle of the park, probably about four or five minutes afterwards. So and to be fair, to uh, be fair, it's it's on Stoke players. They bloody deserve it. You know, I mean, look at look at <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at what Joe Allen um, did to Lacazette. You know, when Lacazette skipped past him, and he just he got none on the ball as well, and he got all player. You know, it, because this happened to Stoke players, I really don't care. Um, and what about their fans? You know what? Oh he, my God! That that was the he, that was he runs with he a runs limp. With a limp, yeah. Disgusting. This this Wankers. is why I want them gone. They're disgusting. You know what I mean? There's nothing good about them. They bring nothing to the Premier League. They're just a bunch of inbred scumbags. So send them to the Championship where they belong, and hopefully they go down <laughs> further. I don't want to see. St- I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see Stoke City ever again in the Premier League. They suck. I, I fuck them. W- you know what I want? I, I want the playoff position in. The conference between Leighton Orient. Um, hey, and Stoke. hey, hey, hey! So, hang, hang on, listen. Leighton Orient need to get automatic promotion, and if they beat Stoke and relegate them, they get back you said into the conference. Football yeah, isn't it? Well, the National League or whatever yeah, it is. Like, I, I was, I, that's, that's why I interrupted you. Like, why the hell do Leighton Orient have to drop that far back? No. <laughs> okay. Well, Stoke could, and they, they work the and then Orient work all the way back up to the championship. Yeah. Well, that fuck Stoke. Well, Leighton Orient, no, don't don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck Stoke. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the substitutions made a big difference, and you could see that, especially on the uh, like the Obama Aubameyang goal. Just how it was created. There was a big attack in the 84th minute. Um, Rambo, uh, a loose ball free, uh, finds Mkhitaryan and it eventually comes back to Aubameyang and boom. Yeah, um, good finish. What a finish. Very good finish. Great finish. Yeah. Mm. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was a good finish. And then uh, Indy again. What a fucking stupid push. I know it was it's a no, 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 It wasn't Indy. It wasn't Indy. It was um, their midfield. Bruno. It was Bruno Indy. No, 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 no. no. It was their midfield player. Um, bad, was it no, Bruma? it was Badu Indy. I. Um, the Senegalese. Oh, okay. I think he's Senegalese. Okay. Anyway. It was him. That was just straight up stupid. I was watching that, and the fact that the referee didn't give it straight away, it was just crazy. He got none of the ball. Um, it wasn't a shoulder barge. It was just literally a push in the back. I mean, that, that's ridiculous. That, that would have been a yellow card in rugby. That literally <laughs> would have been a foul in rugby as well. So, and then, but there was there was the fact that they were even debating it. I, that was crazy. I was like, if they, you know, the only reason I think they debated it is. I think word had got back probably to the referee that the first one was suspect. And he's probably thinking, I don't want to give another suspect one. I don't know if somebody feeds back shit into their ear or not, because they're not meant to, but I think I'm sure they do. Yeah, well, I mean, we've seen that go against us where, you know, they've had a dodgy penalty and then we've got a real suspect penalty. And it's like, it's sort of trying to even it out. <laughs> so Aubameyang's on for a hat-trick. <sighs> what a guy. You know what? You know what? The, the, minute, the minute he'd done it, um, I was watching, I was like, you know what, I, I get it, I get it. But what was upsetting is you've got people, you've got pundits, right, who are paid to give their opinions. You've got Alan Shearer and, and Glenn Hoddle. Right. Sammy McCobble from uh, yeah, the, the Daily, Daily Mail. Mail. What a cunt. Ooh, shit, sorry. <laughs> well, it's all right, we're talking about the Daily Mail. I could edit that one out. I might leave it in, but you're on a yellow. <laughs> Does that mean that you're on a yellow as well, then? I haven't used that word. Yes, you have. No, I not not on this. Yes, you have. When did I use it? The uh, first time you were that? playing the five-word game, and Mike said Stan Kroenke. Oh, I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. But but yellow disappears after five games, isn't it? 
<laughs> what? No. It disappears yeah, yeah, after, that, that, after the turn of that the was, year. Uh, that was. No, it was pre-February. Yeah, that was that, that was November. Oh, whatever. It was a slip. I'm getting out right, of it. it yeah, was a okay. Slip. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> in in many I'm just ways, sat here squeaky clean. <laughs> in in many ways, pair. Uh, uh, Emmerich Aubameyang passing up the chance of a hat-trick encapsulate the, uh, this Arsenal side. Too generous, lacking ruthless, soft. Arsenal fans Bollocks. are sick of being charitable. Unbelievable. Just how nah. stupid are this is you? Ridi- like, it's, it's completely ridiculous. You've got... Who wrote that? Whatever his uh, dad is. S- Sammy Mikobel. <clears throat> from Daily Mail. So the, the thing that's crazy is how the hell did nobody realise what he was doing? And this is pundits. This is like, I'm thinking, Alan Shearer, you're a striker. You've been out for six weeks. The first thing that you want to do when you get back on that pitch is score a goal. So you just want a penalty and your teammate gives it to you. You're telling me you're not going to appreciate that? You're telling me that's not going to do wonders for your for your confidence? Him being a striker, you would have thought he knows better, but I, I forgot that the man's a fucking idiot. It's ridiculous. But I, you know what? I, as much as I admire what Aubameyang did... I actually get the criticism to a certain degree. Albert, Albert asked a question and he said, Aubameyang's respect and mentality to the game, uh, should Arsenal be more like Aubameyang? And, uh, you know, should should we be more respect, I, you know, with that penalty thing? I, 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 I get that he should be a lot, lot more. Uh, does he show lack of hunger? I don't think it is. I, I, I watched his post-match interview and the guy just seems to come across as a really nice fella. But really, mm. really nice fellas don't always make the top bastard strikers. Like, you know, look at, look at, um, what is um, Zlatan? Costa. Oh. Uh, Costa, yeah, again, <gasps> Zlatan. Costa. They're just arrogant, arrogant people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very good save. I think the thing with, <laughs> I think the thing with Aubameyang though is he's always come across that way. Even at Dortmund, like he's super, super confident, and he is quite cocky, but he's not a dick with it. He, he's he's one of the most prolific scorers of of goals in, in Europe. Europe. Mm, at Dortmund, exactly. I think he's but yet, scored one hundred and six in one hundred and sixteen games or something like that. I think is the exact stat. When when he gave Lacazette the ball, I was thinking. Um, I mean, at first I thought maybe he'll give it to Lacazette, but then I thought what was also going through his head is don't worry, you take this penalty, I'm going to get my hat-trick anyway. Exactly. And because because there is that sense of real sort of confidence in Aubameyang, I think he sort of probably believed in himself that he could get another. And if one was going to fall, he would get it. You fucked so, my dream team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a hell of a lot of people are moaning just because they backed a bet. And it's like, yeah, I'd be pissed if I bet on that as well. But as Manny said, you've got a striker that's just come back, going into the Europa League, hasn't scored for a while before he was out. He needed an arm around his shoulder. He needed the confidence boost. And and now he's on double figures. He's on double figures. I think he was on nine goals before and a handful of assists. And he's on on ten now. Final final thing on the Stoke game. Um, Match of the day and touching on what they were talking about. Danny Murphy. (laughs) Enough said. He 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 was plauding because uh, uh, the Stoke manager was quite pleased with their performance. And to be honest, the first half they came at us, they put us under some pressure, and so on and so forth. But um, he came along and said they looked fit. Fucking hell, I look fit com- in comparison to them. They they all looked well overweight. Shakiri looked overweight. Shakiri always looks overweight. Massive. He always looks overweight. That boy's been eating way too many tiramisu's and cheesecakes or whatever it is. He always <laughs> looks big. And I mean, what, what the hell does Danny Murphy know anyway? Who pays these idiots? Him and who's the other one? I Chris Sutton. Know. Uh, Chris Sutton. Idiots. You know what, Chris... Chris Sutton, I don't mind on on Five Live every now and then. His voice is pretty annoying, but um, I listen to Six or Six, and I find him reasonably interesting. CSK game. Any of you going? Nope. I might. I might. Depends if I get any money through in the next couple of days. Okay. Well, we're we're, <laughs> we're going to the coronet beforehand. Uh, okay. Cool. In there, work depending. Um, half five mm. six o'clock sort of time maybe a little bit early just depends on how things go lineups i expect the strongest lineup we can possibly yeah. do mm-hmm. um will peter check be back in nope. goal i nope. think so i don't think so you don't think so Spino, yeah. okay yeah. and you know what i think that's a fair thing to do the guy the guy's done very little wrong there although he did come a little bit unstuck as we said earlier with stoke predictions on um on on the 
game. Scores. 2-0. I think 3-1. 3-1. I would like to think a clean sheet and... I'll go three 0 We gotta go to Russia with a clean sheet. We have to. We we yes. cannot because our record in Russia is disgusting. Um, so we cannot go to Russia and having conceded the goal. If it's if it's two one, then then CSK will come out and then, then be up for that game. So we need to be careful defensively. I'm just cautious in case Koscielny comes back in because he hasn't been on top form of late. Okay. Okay. Uh- Koscielny has probably been rested for the game because he's now he's now found yoga and found uh, all Zen and stuff like that. So he he is our best centre back, uh, and him and Mustafi are the best pairing. Um, and I think on that basis, he probably will be called up first. Yeah, he he'll he'll play. Um, and the, the thing with Koscielny is. I mean, he you know he's had his injury issues, but he can pull out a performance like he did out in in Milan. Um, he is our best defender. Um, he compliments Mustafi, I think. Um, so yeah, he he will start. Um, he has to. We've got we've got a few questions in from listeners. Uh, we put a, um, a shout out on Facebook last night on Guns and Yellow Ribbons on Facebook. Also sent out some uh, a request on Twitter at Guns and Ribbons um, on Twitter and obviously if you want to email us we're info at gunsandyellowribbons.com and we've got a few questions back. We've got one in from Dave the Jonah Hurl. Uh, we got one in from Andy Fink who was on last week, Tracy, uh, James Tricker and we also had uh, Albert's uh, question which we type of answered in the uh, penalty debate about whether Laka should have taken it or Aubameyang should have. Uh, the one I'm going to uh, go on from first is probably direct related to the attendance and some of the stuff that goes on on some of these groups which is uh, Tracy says what makes you a true football fan? Is there a real difference between a football fan and a supporter? Does it make you a glory hunter if you want your club to win trophies? Are 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 you only a true fan if you never complain about uh, other fans that are complaining? No, I don't think so. Because um, uh, I, I saw on the forum the other day someone was saying about people that are uh, season ticket holders and are staying away are not proper fans. and it's. Uh, well, I, I asked a similar question. I said, is it bad? Uh, to stay away and protest should a real fan follow through thick and thin uh, I, don't, I don't think so I mean I'm, well, I mean, sorry yeah a real fan should follow through thick and thin if, but well then you're why, following are so many season, a, why are so many season ticket holders staying away I, I, th- I think that is to make the point and the thing is it's not like I mean if you're a season ticket holder I mean you are it, it, I'm sure you don't get joy out of not going to the football not going to support your team there you know at the stadium and and I can completely understand why people are doing it because it is the only way that that I think there is going to have that message come across. It's 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 a tough one. I mean, I I I get it off of some people because I'm an arch armchair fan. You know, I don't have the money to to go up to the game. So people that that do often, yeah, but you know, there's, I've got, people, I've, there's people who live in you know you got. Uh, Mark Christmas in Japan. You've got you know yeah. people live all over the bloody world. So mm. and they're armchair fans. There's only yeah. there's only sixty thousand people can get into the stadium. There's only forty thousand season ticket holders, and quite a lot of those are corporate in the in the the club circles and stuff like that, who uh, bring in corporate guests. And you know, I would say genuinely, there's probably about thirty thirty five thousand hardcore Arsenal fans that go there. So all the rest that watch it either are fair weather tourists and you got armchair fans there's nothing wrong with being an armchair mm. fan and you shouldn't be you shouldn't be criticized for that but I, I really have taken a lot of offense is the wrong word but I, it just galled me a little bit that people are criticizing season tickets holders like myself who who stayed away I, I walked out at Wembley at 75 minutes after we went 3-0 down because we lacked leadership we lacked uh, on on the pitch leadership, off the pitch leadership, tactics on and off the pitch. We've seen this time after time after time again. I've been previously said that like, oh Jesus, fuck, you know, 
give it up. Wenger's got to go. And I stuck by the man. And I, and I still have a lot of time and respect for him. But mm. for fuck's sake, it, it's the same thing week in, week out for the last... Yeah, Wembley was embarrassing. But even before that, you've got two or three years of this shit going on. I think I think the thing that turned me was, was last season at the Stadium of Light away... Um, we we drew nil nil and it was one of the most diabolical games I've seen. And Sunderland were you know on the back foot for most of the game. Yet we could not score. There were people in the stands fighting, arguing. You know which was happening the year before. But you know I I had young nephews with me and I I, I left seventy five minutes on. Like Jack, I think Jack had just um, Jack was on the bench. Was he? I can't remember actually. Um, no, Jack was at Bournemouth last season. I'm thinking, I'm getting it crossed. Uh, but either way, it's sort of, it was just such a flat atmosphere. And normally the away fans are the uh, are, are so full, full voiced and and full up for it. But yeah, um, but it was it was just awful. And I think then then seeing you know the fans that will travel home and away and are constantly there, how flat everybody around was. I was like, you know, Arsenal has to go at the end of this season. And we all know what happened, mm. but it, it's just, it's shocking. And I think, I think staying away is one of the only ways that I think the board will notice that actually we're not making as much money where, you know, this is affecting I don't, I don't think it's even about the money, it's about the image. Mm. And that, yeah. Manny? Do you know what? Do you know why people um, criticise fans like you, Fergus, is because your actions do not match their definition of what a fan or a supporter should be. And to be honest with you, I'm getting sick and tired of seeing people, and I, and I'm and I can hear the frustration in your voice when you talk about it, because I'm I get pissed off when I see people go, no, you're not a true fan if you don't support the club through thick and thin. Listen, we all support the club through thick and thin. But some of us are sick and tired of seeing the same thing. So we've decided. So some of them have decided to protest quietly and stay away from games. If we were competing, yeah, hold, on, and hold, on, better- hold on, If we were competing for the title, if we were competing in Champions Leagues, the stadium will always be full. This is what. This is where we are right now. Nobody cares about Arsenal football, Arsenal's um, campaign in the Premier League because there's nothing to go for. So why are you going to keep on going to do what exactly? But 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 we used we used to go um, two three four years ago when we thought we got no hope in the in the league. We were looking for top. It four. was different. We were top four. It happened again. It happened it was again. Different. It happened again. Uh, yeah. Now I think it's just it's pure it's, apathy. It's, with it's, it. it's not uh, even. It's not uh, even. And, just... and after the, after uh, hang on, sorry. After all the toxicity that was in the stadium the last two or three seasons and people as. Steve rightly said it away, but at home as well there was there was rows and fights and punch ups, yep. uh, and I, and I, and I think people like me and others uh, have gone. You know what? I can't be bothered with the argument, and mm. we've got two years of this, so we'll get on with this season. We'll shut up and get on with it. Come to the end of the season, February, our season more or less ended with the League Cup, and okay, we got the league, but we, we, we the, the Europa League, but we fucked the league anyway by then. So, so. I think people just go. You know what? Enough's enough. I give enough's up. Enough's enough. Enough's you enough. Know? And and can you blame them? No, you can't. No. The thing is, if you've paid for your season ticket, what you do with it is your own business. If you decide, Absolutely. if you decide you want to stay at home with a wife, you're going to stay at home with a wife. What business is it of yours? I went to the pub. Well, yeah, that too. But what business is it of yours? What a season ticket holder does with his ticket? It's none of your business, you know. And this is the, and this is the thing that's going to keep that that that. Um, that toxic atmosphere within the fan base is people making stupid comments like this. It needs to end, but I don't know, man. Mm. And I think as well, the fact, the fact that you are a season ticket shows how much you do care for the club in, in regards to the fact that you've had a membership for so long, you have been going and attending for so long. And it's not like with, you know, it's as Manny said, it's not like we've been competing for leagues, but now it's at a point where, even though our squad has supposedly improved, there's just no... We're not moving forward anymore. So J- James T, James Tricker, comes along and says, um, what do we need to do to bring the crowds back to the Emirates on a regular basis? Um, a few games, there's been decent attendance, but the Stoke game is embarrassment. But I think, James, in answer to part of that, the league games, people are staying away. Uh, I'm not going to Southampton, um, but I do. I have my, my seat's been taken by somebody else who needed a seat. 
Um, I am going to West Ham. I am going to Burnley. But that's it. That's the season you over. You know what, Fergus? I'm going to mirror something you've probably said to me um, privately. And the way you will bring fans back is if we have a new manager come in. And I think the majority of fans will be happy with you know, a few years of struggling a little bit if it means that we are going somewhere yep. at the end of it, you know, and that I think that's the way you're going to bring the crowds back. We need something new. We need just a fresh face. Um, we need a new approach and, and the fans will come back because the love for Arsenal doesn't go anywhere, but the fans are sick of seeing the same things. If if, if it's, it's the identity. As, uh, uh, sorry, Fergus. It's the identity, isn't it? It's like, you know, our identity has gone. And even in regards to sort of just aiming for top four and maybe potentially doing a little bit better, for for quite a few years that was part of being an Arsenal fan. That was that was Arsenal. You know, we were sort of the glorified underachievers, and the love for the club is still there. But sort of seeing games where you know we would do well, take you know take away the six nil and the five ones and things like that, would have would have glorious games of football and would see some wonderful goals. But even that. You know, even if we're not competing, we're not getting the the same level of football and the, and the same sort of passion from the players that we would have maybe seen a few years ago. And I think that's that's the biggest problem. I think. But I think really I think I think for, uh, you, you you're both right in that sense that the love never goes from Arsenal. If you're an Arsenal fan, you're an Arsenal fan. And if you're still on forums and websites and listening to podcasts and watching them on telly. Uh, staying away or going or whatever you choose to do if you're still watching mm. Arsenal following Arsenal you're an Arsenal fan um, it, it, what is it like to be pick a team Huddersfield uh, Leeds Leeds fans for example they support regardless um, and they they enjoy going to it they, they've got a hope of possibly moving back up into the top flight mm. Sunderland uh, <laughs> Sunderland fucking hell that's that's, that's grim it, it's awful um, but but uh, at the moment, as an Arsenal fan, okay, yeah, we're sixth in the league. What the fuck are we compl- complaining about when you look at the likes of Sunderland, Orient, Leeds, uh, to name name but a few? But we have a, a, a bar, and our bar is much higher set than than those because of what we've done in the past. But we Absolutely. Just, but we keep on drifting back and back and back. And I think the only way to get people back is a change. Changing regime, uh, mm. starting with management, um, and... We'll see how it goes from there. If the management don't work out, and we after one or two mm. management managers, and there's not investment done in the squad and the team, well then, then I think yeah. everybody will get vocal against other parts of the the regime. I mean, I watched '89 earlier on, and and sort of how just good. saw how much of a difference sort of George Graham coming in made, and and that was you know uh, I can't remember who was it. I think it was um, Bruce Riach before. Yeah, uh, but the comedian Alan something or other. Alan Smith. The, uh, is it Alan Smith? Yes, yeah, Alan, Alan Smith. Smith from, from Alan the Smith's the striker. Um, no, Alan Davis. Alan, sorry, yes, Alan, Alan Davis. Davis. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was saying like they hadn't won anything since since sort of eighty one, eighty two, or well, or something. He he said they went ages without winning anything, and then you know this season it was all we won the league. Cup, we'd won the league it. cup in eighty seven. No, that 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 was with uh, George Graham. But yeah, they hadn't won anything since nineteen seventy nine. Nineteen? Uh, did we win something eighty two? Yeah, but it, it was it was that we lost the FA Cup final to West Ham. Uh, yeah, it, but yeah, you mm. your, your point your point being we hadn't won for a while. Yeah, and and I think. At the moment, obviously, our performance in the league has has been shocking, and I, I think that really overshadows the fact that we have won three FA Cups and three Community Shields in four years. And I think, as much as people will criticise, oh, but it's only the FA Cup when they're not in it, the FA Cup is still a decent trophy to win. And I think the fact that we have won those cups, and I think in the first two were. The first two were decent, you know, decent results. Our squad was slightly moving forward and then it just went stagnant. And even though we won last year, we came back. We came back on ourselves despite winning the FA Cup. And because there wasn't an improvement because we had won in two years prior. It's, yeah, things need to change. Absolutely. And that brings us on to our, our probably last question and which is a bit too full from david the jonah hurl um he says what do you think 
Uh, you know why he's called a Jonah? Because when he goes on the away games, we generally lose. So that's why we call him the Jonah. Um, so when do you think UEFA... Uh, uh, what do we think of the UEFA fourth sub um, rule? Uh, we saw this first used in the FA Cup semi-final. Well, first used in the UK in the FA Cup semi-final last year um, when I believe it was... Uh, it was Kalachi Iniacho was replaced by Raheem Sterling on 105 minutes in the semi-final uh, when they lost to the mighty Arsenal um, and we went on to go and beat Chelsea Whoa, what a day um, but it, the first time it was used was before that in an under-19s World Cup uh, the fourth substitute was Morata uh, was brought in in the no the, the the Club World Cup last year. Um, what do you make of it? I think it's a good idea, don't it you? Is. It is a good idea. Um, yeah. Especially with the intensity of football these days. <clears throat> Especially, you know, you after 90 minutes, um, you want to freshen it up. I mean, I, I like it. Um, it's, it's about time, really. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. 100%. Steve, briefly, what do you think? I think it makes sense. Absolutely. I think the schedules seem to be getting more congested. Um, and yeah, just the sort of the intensity of, would of you the have, current game. Would you have it only in cup games or would you have it for in a standard game? I, I think just cups and just when it goes to extra time, I okay. think. Okay. And the other part of um, Dave, the Jonah, uh, Hurl's question was uh, related to uh, players being cup tied. Uh, do you agree with like the situation we've got ourselves where Aubameyang has never paid in the Europa League, but because... Um, he uh, played for Dortmund, who dropped into the Europa League. Um, he's cup tied. Seems a bit stupid if he's not mm. played in the competition. Was he named in the Europa League? Squad? He's named in the European squad. So he was, so but, he didn't, squad but he didn't play a game. He didn't kick a ball. Obviously, it's a stupid yeah. rule. Um, the fact that they haven't changed that sooner is beautiful. It's so ridiculous. I was excited when we when we signed Aubameyang. We're like, okay, you know, we've we can really assault the Europa League, um, and we've got more firepower. Only to hear that he's cup tied, and the reason was completely ridiculous. But it's about time that they removed it. Another stupid archaic rule. Yeah, I think in this instance, I think it is absolutely ridiculous. The fact that because Dortmund have dropped down, he's not able to play for us. I, whereas if obviously they were in it anyway, then it makes sense. I think if you're cup-tied, you should be cup-tied because you're playing in the same competition. But the fact that they've changed competition... What what about the concept of no players ever cup-tied? I think... So you've got a guy playing for Arsenal, uh, uh, playing for Wigan Athletic um, in the second round of the FA Cup. We signed him in January... And he's the best defender going, and he become he's now cup tied. Why he's at a new team? So it's all different players. Mm, I th- I think um, I think Arsenal's comments were saying that obviously if that happens, then it will just mean that bigger teams will target other teams' players once they're knocked out, and maybe just sort of use them for six months or a year and then bump them off again. Um, Can you really afford to do that these days? <sighs> I, th- I think they probably could. As, as I think if the cup tie rule was abolished, I think you'd see loopholes like that being made. Okay. Well, not so much loopholes because it would be, you know, they'd be allowed to do it. But I think, I think the idea of being cup tied is, I think it makes sense. Manny, anything to add? Um, no. That's easy. <laughs> final, <laughs> final, final question was uh, following on from a little bit of a. Uh, a tete-a-tete that myself and Manny have had on, on Facebook and it's third kits why do we oh, need them? oh here we go <laughs> the rules are there but conflicting hold on colors. now, now let, let's, let's back up a little bit now the reason we had um, a little conflict alright tete-a-tete whatever See, no, the, the, you said it wrong anyway um, the reason why go on correct th- me then th- I can't be but would you just let me say my point please um <laughs> I think I've broken my seal here, so please just let me make my point. Um, that question was, which kit do you prefer, right? And it was the black and red um, Adidas colorway, and I like that one because I like dark colors. Mm. And 
Fergus comes along and goes, oh, no, red and white, or yellow and blue, nothing else. But I like the black and red. I like the third kits. It makes a change. I, 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 don't, I don't mind them, but the training kits, they shouldn't be playing on the fucking pitch. That blue one that we play with now, with the, oh, that's Disgusting. I know. I, I hate that kit as well, but I, I like the idea. Of I like it. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you like yeah. it? I, 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 it's grown on me. Um, my grandson made me buy him one. Oh, uh, you should have. You should have pulled rank. Oh, you should have pulled <laughs> I did. rank. I, yeah. I, I said no. I said, why don't you go for that one? And this, I ended up buying my 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 um, my daughter-in-law and uh, my granddaughter the black and pink one the black uh, and pink one i actually prefer i think that should have been our awake it if any oh no, fuck's sake oh, so God. you so do you not prefer the black and pink to the blue one i prefer the yellow and blue one i do Fergus, i on, do that, but that that's ultimately done. not no, a choice come on. We're, you've got to look at this season which one do you prefer the blue who the fuck came into this all calm and serene and the other one came in all angry who's now all calm and serene and who's now all, now all angry <laughs> Well, come on. I mean, the, with, oh. the the blue kit is is awful. I'm with Steve on this one. I would have much preferred the 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 black and pink over that blue. It's like one. last season we had the navy and um the like fluorescent oh. yellow. I I mean I thought that was better than the away kit we had last year. Yeah, but it was a Chelsea kit. Yeah, it was. But it, the fact is that that's what Chelsea we've got to kit. deal with. I know, I know, but that's what we've got to deal with because. Right. The powers that be at Puma and the board are fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. That, that leads us lovely into the five word challenge. And Steve, I think <laughs> I, I, I preempted you on this one about five words, didn't I? So yep. you've got your five words. And as you are our new uh, guest, um, Steve, you're going to ask Manny. Um, Manny's going to ask me and I shall ask Steve. But okay. uh, on my ones, some of them you might both want to join in at some point. Yeah. <laughs> oh let's, let's hope I don't fuck this up. Off you go. <laughs> right, Gunnosaurus. Hmm, cute. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Cool. Right, Dicko. Lee Dixon. Hmm. <laughs> opinionated, isn't he, dude? He's opinionated. Uh, number 10. Burkamp. Holloway Road bagels. <laughs> Never been. It's like they sell them out the back of a mini. I, I saw it last time I came out to the Emirates and I thought, yeah, I'll try that. And they were shit. Um, Carnu. <laughs> oh, Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> Wicked. Oh, that's you done. Yes, that's the five. Yeah, that's Fuck's the five. Sake, these go so quick. <laughs> they do. I noticed that on the last Fucking couple hell. of podcasts. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. So in keeping with the Stoke theme, your first one is Rory Delap. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm unaware. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, um, I I don't know who that is. Long throw. I, I feel. Britannia, Tony Pulis. No. Oh. Nah. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Uh, say that one again. Rory Delap. Oh, big ears. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that one. Yes. <laughs> Rory the flap. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, Old Trafford 2002. That was... I was I was young. I was... Um, that was... That was when the fight broke out, was it not? No. No. Nope. I'm awful at this. My my history is all over. Will toured me. Uh, I was I was a kid. Don't tell me you have kid. not seen off. footage of that. I I probably have. I I feel really bad at this point, and I was actually worried about. <laughs> one nil to the Arsenal. One Thank you. You know what? You know what? I think Arsenal. when Albert listens to this, he's going to feel so much better. Overmar who? No. <laughs> Okay, next one. Wenger versus Pardew. Uh, I just I just think Wenger pushing Mourinho and Pardew with that stupid little dance. I <laughs> 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 uh, I I don't really know why why that was such a big sort of rivalry, but I always see that they were always at each other's throats. But yeah, I don't like Alan Pardew because he was a Newcastle manager for ages. 
Fuck Alan Pardew. <laughs> and he probably tried to shag everybody's missus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, God. I'm coming out of left field with this one. Fran Marita. Let me just Google this. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll edit this bit out, shall I? Nope. <laughs> Leave it in. Um, uh, not a clue. Yep. Albert. I hope you feel better about yourself, mate. <sighs> okay, last one. Lord. Here we go. Ken Fryer. Decent. Fergus, jump in. He's got a bridge. <laughs> he's got a bridge. He's got a bridge. Ken Fryer, he's got a fucking bridge. Yeah, he's the guy on the little statue, isn't he? Yes, he's a former yes. director, former board member. Yeah, I actually didn't Google that, but you saying about the bridge, I remember reading the, the placard when I came up and saw you guys at the West Ham game. That's the, that's the bridge that goes over towards the, the Arsenal, over the Ars, uh, Arsenal house, towards the Arsenal yes. station. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold yeah. on a minute, James. Yeah, the far one. No, go on. Why do I get the feeling that we fucked this up? Why? So, Steve asked me and I asked Steve. No, uh, oh, you, I was meant to... <sighs> Just... <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I will ask you, Manny, and that will resolve it. <laughs> All right. Hey, we fucked it up. <laughs> it's my fault. It's my fault. <laughs> uh, I think we got a title for. Oh, our, um... yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> learn your hi- learn learn your history part two. No, 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 no. no. We, we fucked, fucked it up. This up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I th- I think we you know learn your history part two will also be quite apt. <laughs> One of mine uh, was taken earlier on, which was Lee Dixon, but I'll let you give an answer to it. Okay, is that your first one? I'm just going to stick to it. Great right-back, opinionated pundit, loves Arsenal. The white Herbert Chapman away shirt. Oh, I've never seen that one. Uh, when Fabregas was wearing a white shirt, remember he scored? <gasps> yes! Was that the when he scored at Milan? I liked that kit. I've got it at home. I... I donated mine to somebody in Africa but uh, that's that's the type of guy I am um, but <laughs> I took a load of uh, shirts out there when I went out there um, I liked the shirt and the and the idea because of Herbert Chapman but I didn't think it was right Arsenal playing in white oh, you you need to let go of that God <laughs> who, who what other scummy shit play in white yeah, yeah but Real Madrid Ugh. also play in white you know so let's you don't like them are they okay whatever give me your next one mate Rooney dive game fifty. Oh my god, man! Oh, I th- you you know what? Oh, I was I remember watching that game with my brothers, and I I swear to God, if you were in my house at that time, some of the expletives, Jesus Christ! Yeah, I think we heard of them today. If if that was mine, I <laughs> I would have got a yellow. Oh, <laughs> that's the first thing that popped into my head. Was ah, oh, what a. The- the cheating Shrek. Mm. Um, North Bank or Clock End? I would have been Clock End. Yeah, okay. I would have liked to have been Clock End. Yeah. Nike, Adidas, Puma. Nike. Okay. Puma. Puma, you're such a. Uh, okay, uh, what was uh, what was your one? What would you be your one out of the four? Adidas probably first only because it's retro. I like the retro ones. Uh, but Nike is the one I probably most associate yeah. with. Both of those two. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah. Mm. Listen, lads, that was uh, that was it. We done all right. Woohoo! Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> um, How'd you find us, Steve? Until we fucked it up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons. I'm Fergus from Arsenal Fans Forum. We're all from Arsenal Fans Forum. We've got Big Steve, Steve Warrington, and we got Manny. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback and your comments. Uh, contact us on email at info and guns and yellow ribbons.com. Um, you can contact us on Twitter at guns and ribbons and on Facebook on our Facebook page, which is most of the contact, which is uh, facebook.com guns and yellow ribbons. Thanks very much, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you.